and welcome to the oh, wow. One World Only World Show. Explore the efforts of the climate warriors as they do battle against the forces of planetary destruction. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll wonder why and how it all got so messed up. But first, let's learn something new. Hi everybody, welcome to the One World Only World Show. This is episode 111 of a two-parter. The next episode will be 112. Uh, David Blacklock here, and today I'm going to be talking with Laurel Casey, a woman with a long history as a New York-based singer, actor, writer, performer, commentator, chanteuse, cabaret star. Uh, she lives now in Vermont on Lake Champlain, um, and she's as mad as hell about the cows and the crap ruining the beautiful environment, not to mention endangering her health. So here's Laurel. We got this figured out. This is crazy. Okay, so here we are online here with Laurel Casey, uh, who is in Vermont, and I am in Australia. And it's, I don't know, what time of day is it, Laurel? Well, because it's Vermont and it's November, it looks like it's midnight, but I think it's actually about five. Okay. It's just pitch blackout. That's what happens here. It gets, it's 4.30. Oh my God, it's 4.30. Well, it's 8, it's 8.30 in the morning here, so... But okay, it's, it, well, good morning. I'm living in the future. It's like tomorrow. Right. Whatever. How is tomorrow? How does it look from here? Pretty sunny. Yeah, okay. Pretty sunny. Good. Yep. You know, there's a few okay, burnt well, trees around and... Well, I've heard. I've heard, uh, but it doesn't seem to have stalled, you know, slowed you down at all, David. Well, we, we got lucky. We got very lucky. But, um, well, that's not the point. The point is that your entire country is on fire. Well, and yeah. you're actually saying you got lucky, and all the koala bears are dead, and yet you have a very calm demeanor, well, as though you become you've adapted to the horror around you. Well, by lucky, I mean we didn't get totally destroyed. You know, that's what I mean. Um, but well, we have friends who lost their, you know, lost their homes. Yeah. My. Um, my brother-in-law got evacuated three times in two days from the from his house. You know, so you you well, have a background strange. as what you're an old school uh, chanteuse. Is that true? Yeah, I've that didn't that. go over very big. I've heard. But you know, uh, it's interesting, David. You should mention that because you know I thought I was all those things that are on my resume, but it doesn't seem that that's that's really what I am. It seems I've become. I'm really an activist. Mm. And a you know, uh, and that's why I don't think I've become successful in any of my venues because I always the activist part of me would always come out whether on the stage or in print. I'm really pissed off, and I didn't really realize that until now. Okay, can you combine the two? Can you can you do a uh, cabaret show about manure? Well, it looks like that's going to be in the works now, <laughs> but so. <laughs> Uh, I well, think... That should be a big hit. I don't know. So who was it described you as a cross between Lenny Bruce and Liza Minnelli? Someone David, said you know that. what's happened? Uh, what? Did you hear... Could, uh, no, I mean, I it, you just disappeared for a minute again, and I think it might be because my phone is not plugged in oh. to an uh, energy supply. Okay. Do you but, want to uh, plug it in? I, I can't plug it in because I've got the headphones plugged in. <laughs> Jesus, God, you're driving me crazy. Hey. Hey. Listen, you're listen. driving me crazy. What did I do? What? 
What did I do? do you think- I'm asking you. You're driving me crazy. Oh, what did I do to you? Oh. <laughs> beautiful. That's beautiful. It might be. It might be the inha- inhalation of the manure fumes. I'm not sure. So tell me about the manure. Yes. Well, it's like this. There's thousands of cows in Vermont, and the cows shit a lot, and they make it into liquid manure. They can spread it on the fields. And, of course, it goes on the fields, but now, because of global warming, uh, the crazy rain washes all that manure right into our water supply. Lake Champlain and all the uh, tributaries and rivers of Vermont are very polluted. And yet, the farmers need to make a living. They need to sell milk that nobody's drinking. It's terrible. I don't know mm. what to say. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, you know about manure. It's not just here. It's everywhere. It's the yeah, entire yeah. world is full of manure and shit. Yeah, so, yeah. So when did it first uh, start g- grab your attention? Uh, about 10 years ago. Okay. Here. But it was a, a very much a, a much smaller scale. And in fact, I look back and I say it's really funny that I was concerned then. Because the lake was dirty, yes, but there weren't floating gobs of uh, cyanobacteria and poisonous blue-green algae then. It was just kind of dirty. You saw the manure. You saw the cows. Okay, well, a little manure. Well, the last two years, since we've had these enormous rain bombs, as we call them, it's just overwhelming. There's no way that the farmers can adjust the planting or put up a little, you know, a few shrubs or whatever, the way that the state's telling them to do. Mm. Uh, that doesn't make any difference. That that manure just ends up in the lake, period. In fact, right now, it's I can look out my window and see the lake, and there's the manure going into the lake, bubbling up, bubbling brown manure going into the beautiful lake front in front of my house, which is now a worthless, worthless it's worthless on the market. I mean, from the outside, and I'm upset. That, that, that seems to be like an incredible situation. You know, Vermont, in my imagination, and I'm sure many people that, yes. that are aware of it, is like this pristine, gorgeous, mountainous, forested place mm-hmm. that in the in the mm-hmm. autumn and the fall, the leaves all turn yes. incredible crimsons, and the photographers flock Absolutely. there, and it's just beautiful. But now you're yeah, telling us that it's right. just a it's a cesspool. Hey. Yeah, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just keeps breaking up. Huh. And I keep pressing a bunch of stuff. But anyway, let's just keep going. Um, okay. Yeah. The bucolic nature of Vermont is, is the irony because the, the fact that Vermont is so mountainous and there's so many farms and there's so much agriculture here, which keeps uh, the building of, you know, uh, there, there's, there are no people here. There's just beautiful farms. Yeah. And it worked great until all the all the you know the manure uh, until they they switched to liquid manure instead of just manure manure, and mm. the farms became factory based, enormous farms, and the endless amounts of shit that came out of the cows eventually polluted all the lakes and rivers. So for many many years, I mean, this has been going on here for like a hundred years. So the lake and the rivers took the whole shebang for all those years, and now the buildup is so incredible. Right. The rolling hills, the mm. the large expanses of um, you know farmland, right. 
which that's you know when you look at it visually it would be gorgeous if they could just figure out what to do with the millions of gallons of manure right. they haven't figured it out and so it continues to just go into our water supply so the beauty of vermont ironically has become its uh, demise so uh, who's and the, who's protecting the, the the status quo well there are only 600 farmers left in vermont now a lot of them had gone out of business mm. and who's protecting it are, is the middleman the the middle milkman so to speak the farmers aren't making any money of course vermont is bailing out the farmers giving them lots and lots of money uh, the, apparently, the legislator is the legislators and the governor are in the pockets of the middleman. Uh, the agriculture lobby is very strong. It's probably just as strong as the gun lobby in the United States. And the farmer has a sacred kind of you know they're they're actually uh, exempt from many of the water rules that you know, actually the Clean Water Act that Obama passed. The farmers were were exempt from um, a lot of the rules, which was, you know, they were protected. So it's like they're they're supposed to handle all this themselves. There really are no rules or no regulations. They're mm. supposed to be stewards of the land, as we say. Mm. And they try their best. But the thing is, you've got millions and millions of gallons of manure. It's got to go somewhere because there are cows, okay? Right. You've got cows, you've got manure. Okay, where's the manure going to go? They're going to spread it on the fields, but they don't have enough fields for the manure, so they spread it double. And what they do now is they're starting to spread it before a rain so they can get rid of it. So where does it go? It goes into the water supplies. And for years and years this has happened, and they've been protected from it. And But suddenly, the last couple of years, people are beginning to realize that there's cyanobacteria and toxic algae blooms that are directly correlated with this manure runoff and people are getting sick and dogs are dying and so the general population is starting to take a little bit of notice not a lot i'll tell you because no not, not too many people really give a crap they really don't care i care because i'm right next to it you know i have a front row seat to the manure stream going right down the bank into the lake you know, if you're a mile mile away, you don't really see that. But it is the same water supply, and the cyanobacteria can go airborne for 18 miles. Hmm. You're telling me that there's no prote- there's no yeah. protections against the agricultural industry at all that they that they are self regulating. Right. Right. Well, th- there there's a combination. They're basically self regulating. Yes, and the ch- people are beginning. And you realize that that's not a really good idea. But nobody is facing the fact that you can't have thousands of cows shitting constantly, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, near these water supplies. Not with the new rain. That, this is what's happened. The global warming rain bombs that we're now getting in the Northeast, which were predicted, and the warmth, the extra warmth that's really creating the the cyanobacteria issues whatever the farmers were doing or are doing is not even close to what's going to have to be done so in some ways this is really a global it's, a, it's an issue of global of, of climate change you know they mm-hmm. could get away with it we all kind of like we could handle it for years and years it was dirty but not like this this is unprecedented and it's one of the few you know it's just going to have to change I mean we just can't have cows 
we're not going to be able to have cows near the lake. Period. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it's not, I didn't invent climate change. There's nothing I can do about it. And I probably will have to move away from the lake. Just like some people might have to move away from uh, the shoreline. Mm-hmm. Now, does it have any health effect that you're aware of? Well, you know, yeah, you get scratchy throat and headache and. I mean, it's a bacteria, and cyanobacteria is causing ALS, and there are ALS clusters here along the lake that they've proven. So, no, it's real bad. It's really bad for you. It's mm. not good. Is that the same thing as Lou Gehrig disease? Exactly. Huh. Ex- exactly. That's a nerve thing? Or? Yeah. Well, yeah. So the cyanobacteria causes neurological damage long term. They're having these problems in Florida too. And they're doing a lot of research on, on you know, long term effects. So I guess what has to happen now is that that has to be such the the science has to be overwhelmingly clear about the da- dangers of the cyanobacteria. And once that happens, I don't know what they're gonna do. They're gonna have to they're just gonna have to get rid of the we just can't have we actually just can't have cows in vermont hmm. or uh, plant-based i mean uh, there, there may be a system where they, they collect all the manure and giant vats and suck it out exactly. of the trucks and take it somewhere right. in fact uh the vermont uh governor just came up with a, a plan where he's he's uh enticing people to come up with a, a you know what to do with the manure and he's giving grants of like a half a million dollars to different startups like what the hell are we going to do with the damn manure because they which is great because it makes me realize that they finally figured out they've got a problem you know right. they said okay we got a problem we get rid of the manure now they're not going to go after the farmers they're not going to cut down the cow herds they're not going to um you know, handle the agricultural obscenities that are happening. No, they want someone to come in here with a magic wand and uh, get rid of all the manure so that the the cow they can keep the cows can keep shitting and they can keep selling milk that nobody wants to drink. So it's just absurd. Just like the way <laughs> it's absurd. Just like you know, the whole global, you know, the whole climate the way we're handling the climate crisis is absurd Uh, i mean i don't know why vermont would be any different i mean i'm just saying that you know it's like everybody's with their the deer in the headlights like what do you mean Uh oh it's real oh god (laughs) you know it's like oh wait okay well we were told this but god it's happening like uh oh oh dear (laughs) what's oh dear our water supply is poisoned Uh oh people are dying Uh oh now what Hmm. it's just really uh a new reality that is really difficult for everybody, especially bureaucrats, to kind of get the, get a handle on. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of hope, but I just keep taking videos of the manure going into the lake and posting, posting, posting. Where, where are you posting them? Um, <clears throat> on my Facebook. I'm sending them to the governor, the legislators, the media, you know, everywhere. And apparently someone told me that a couple of the farmers say, you know what, we're right out in the open. I mean, there can be a septic overflow, right? But there's not a video of it. He said, but we are, what we're doing is right out there in the field. And they admitted that these videos are really damaging to them. And I was really excited to hear that. Mm-hmm. And they said, yeah, I mean, we're right, right you know, we're, you can see exactly what we're doing. Whereas there might be an overflow from a septic 
system of Burlington, Vermont, of millions of gallons of human waste, but no one's taking a picture of that. But the thing is, human waste doesn't cause cyanobacteria. Apparently, it's it's the uh, the E. coli or whatever it is about the manure stuff. Of course, it's all the the new manure is different than the old manure. People, you know, it's this is liquid manure that's laced with chemicals, antibiotics, nasty stuff. It's nasty stuff, and it's just different than the farms of a hundred years ago. And people have this idea: oh, the beautiful farm, you know. And as I understand what you're saying, the the implication, like the the, the farmers and the agricultural product is breaking no uh-huh. laws. I mean, there's no regulation that says they can't do that, right? Well, there are there are a few, yeah. and uh, and uh, very few. But basically, the agency of agriculture, agriculture, they're the people that are are handling the buffer zones, and you know, they come in and they may, might build a manure pit and put cement around it. But it's laughable because, as I say once again, the new reality of the new rain. The, the huge rains that are there's just no way that all that they're doing can protect the uh, the lakes. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I, 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 there's only one way that I can see, and that's get rid of the cows right. and start eating, you know, tofu right. burgers. Okay, <laughs> tofu for everybody. <laughs> so in, in your in your protesting and and all, I mean uh, your. You're posting your videos. What's do you have a, a like an aim or, or a result you'd like to achieve, or you're just you're posting um, them in in the hope that people will develop awareness? That's or a very like that. that that's a very good question, and that's a question I haven't asked myself. But I think awareness is the first thing. I'm here. I okay. think the farmers are in, the farmers are in trouble too because they own thousands of acres of land. They are doing their best, but they can't control that manure flow. So they're in trouble. Every everybody. I mean, it's just going to take. What is it going to take? I don't know. You know, I'm not. I'm not a scientist. I'm not. Uh, mm. I'm just a schlep with a little house on the lake, and I can't go out during the summer because of the cyanobacteria is going to poison my ass. Okay. Mm. Now I'm a little upset about that because I don't. I'm not one of the. I'm not. I don't have any money. All I have is this house, and I have the renters. Okay, so if the renters start stop coming, or I can't go out of the house because I'm sick, you know, I guess I'm. Uh, I guess you'd call me a uh, an environmental uh, refugee, mm. one of the millions. Mm. Well, what would you what would you As like to see happen? I mean, do do you have uh, an idea of of what should be done or what could be done, other um, than? Eliminating yeah, I, the I'd bovine like herd. See, I'd, well, I'd like to see um, the state support the farmers and help them get the cows at least away from the water supplies. Right. You know, and 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 not grow corn and and spread manure right down uh, five feet from our water supplies. Yeah. There's got to be a way to. Well, I just went to a meeting there where when the farmers said, "Well, they didn't want to deal with the uh, what are those buffers that uh, there's buffers." Actually, I really don't understand why the farmers don't care because it's their water too. So, right. I I really don't understand 
what's happening here. I just know that a lot of people are in a desperate situation. Mm. Now, do you, do you get and any support any from your neighbors or the, the people in your community? Well, I'm getting some support up and down the lake a little bit from more of the, the richer people who don't want their lovely homes on the lake to be polluted. But, you know, I'm in a farming community here, and a lot of my neighbors, you know, they know these farmers, and they don't really want to get involved. Hmm. Everybody's very frightened of the farmers, actually. They're kind of mean. They're mean, and they're aggressive, and uh, they're really set in their ways. And I'm not really happy here in this farm community anymore. I can't even go to the grocery store without getting a lot of dirty looks. You know, it's just not a place for me to go. I'd like to sell this dump, but mm. my daughter wants it. I don't know. Yeah. I think I've got to get out of here, David, really. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, it's probably, it, really it sounds like it's <clears throat> it's dominating your life a lot, so... Um, but I mean, it's, it's if, if you yeah. weren't if you weren't blowing the whistle, what would happen? They're just the, the lake, which is a, a gorgeous lake, right? It's a beautiful. It, it was. You know, it was. It was but, no longer. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, someone else would take up. Take, yeah. I don't know. It just seems very short-sighted. It's, it's okay, it's just, you know, of, of whoever's in charge, the political establishment, it seems very short-sighted of them to just let this thing happen and hope that it's going to... Oh, I think you've disappeared. They're stuck. They, you know, they have oh, no... They have no... They're freaked. They're freaked out. Yeah. They have well, no idea what, what to do about it. That's... Yeah. That's what's happening worldwide. What? I that's mean, for the governor. Everybody's yeah, freaked exactly. out. Exactly. Freaked out. Exactly, David. It's the same here where, you know, like, like, you know, with coal in Australia, they, they're pretending, they're pretending it's, you know, that's, there's nothing going on. What? Who's pretending? The, the prime minister and all the the government uh, ministers are, are, you know, what they say here is Australia produces uh, 1.3% global emissions, you know. Um, so it, it, it oh, doesn't see. matter what we do, right? You know? But and then people right. say, but you're not including right. okay. all of the coal that we export. You know, you're not including the, all the natural gas they export. You're not including the pollution that comes from these burning forest fires, bushfires. You know that. Oh my god! You know, uh, I did some calculations just the other day. It's it's, it's oh. the 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 yeah. bushfires this year. Uh, the equivalent of of the emissions, the annual emissions of sixty large coal-powered power stations. You know. Okay, folks. Thanks for listening. That's as much as we can do today. We are going to follow up with another episode, which will be episode one one two of the One World Only World podcast. So thanks to Laurel. You can find her on YouTube at Laurel Casey, and you could watch lots of her mesmerizing videos of bubbling manure. Just the thing for a summer's afternoon. And she's also on Facebook under her own name, Laurel, L-A-U-R-E-L, Casey, C-A-S-E-Y. And you can follow us at Facebook at One World, Only World. So thanks for listening and catch you next time.